Hello. I'm here to share with you how God displayed his awesome power in Australia and how I experienced the ministry of the Holy Spirit. All right. So this was my first time serving at a retreat in the way that I did. Uh, I've participated. I've even helped organize them before. But going as part of a ministry team, uh, I had no idea how I would be used by God. Uh, I knew I would pray. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) We had team meetings before going to Australia. And during one of them, our leader, Christian, asked what our expectations for the retreat were. I remember answering that God would manifest himself in a powerful way. What I didn't know was how much of an understatement that was. Seriously, I was thinking a few people uh, would be slain in the spirit and a handful of lives would be changed. Uh, But God says in Isaiah 55, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and your thoughts, uh, and my thoughts than your thoughts. (laughs) What I saw in Sydney blew away any expectation uh, that I had before going. My only reaction, my only response to what I witnessed was to testify and praise the Lord. When we got there, people were nice but cautious. I could see that they were kind of wondering what our deal was. We had our first service and a handful of people came up to the altar call um, and received prayer. Uh, Some people started to respond, crying, and some even started to manifest. Already the Holy Spirit was working, but that was just a small taste of things to come. That night, as we were praying for people, Uh, Near the end of the session, one of the girls from ECF from Melbourne uh, walked up to Brian and I and kind of timidly asked if she can get what the others were getting. (laughs) We were, of course, uh, you know, gladly or ready to oblige and pray for her. Uh, But as we were praying, nothing was really happening. I could see her face and she was trying really hard to receive something, but she wasn't. So we asked Mina to come over and pray for her. And Mina, um, yes, but nothing still happened. So as we stopped praying, I could see disappointment, you know, uh, starting to rise up in her face. And Mina started to talk and minister to her and to counsel her, but she still seemed to have doubts. As she turned away, God spoke into my heart. He said, go and pray for her one more time. Do that prayer I showed you on the video of the street evangelist Patricia King. You know, the one about revealing myself to her before a certain time. So I did. As soon as I finished, her disposition changed to one of expectancy. She walked away smiling uh, back to her seat. God revealed himself to her the next day. That girl received uh, the gift of tongues and of the fire and of the spirit and she was up for every altar call and she was immensely blessed. Another way I found myself being used was in the group sharing moments. Magnificent Seven, what's up? (laughs) I was partnered with Jen Saw and we uh, shared as much as we could. All the lessons from sermons, books, prayer meetings uh, that we had learned in the past that I had learned in the past year, all we had learned in the past year. 
I felt a little bad because I felt like I was dominating the conversation. But the others in the group were hanging off every word that we spoke. And for everything that the group members shared, we had something encouraging to say to them. As I said before, this was my first time ministering in this way. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how God was going to use me. The first couple of times we were praying, I tried really hard to make something happen, only to find myself disappointed when people weren't reacting like I thought they would. Truthfully speaking, I was getting both a little frustrated at myself and slightly envious of the others on the team that were getting amazing results. And like always, Satan was right there to plant seeds of doubt, futility, and unbelief. Thankfully, God gave me strength and encouragement to keep praying through the altar calls and to keep ministering to people in any way I could, because he had more to show me. I realize now that he was trying to teach me something. He is completely in control. And this is something he had to show me, not through others, but through myself. All during the retreat, he kept nudging me to let go and stop trying so hard to make things happen on my own. This, is some, this, uh, this was something I had trouble doing until we ministered at the afternoon service uh, uh, that Sunday at New Life, the very last service. We had another altar call. And of course, everybody came up. So I went at it again. I started to pray for people. This time something was different. Instead of trying to be eloquent or trying to say uh, and think the right thing, I just opened my mouth. Most of the time I spoke in tongues. But when I was praying in English, I found myself saying very outlandish things. Uh, things I found surprising to be coming out of my mouth. Literally, I would prophesy or give encouragement, and immediately I would find myself thinking, why did I just say that? That's when I knew I wasn't in control and that the Holy Spirit was. Faith was rising up inside me, and I found myself being bolder in my prayers. So much so that when I got to the last person I prayed for, I didn't even know what I was saying. All of a sudden, the guy just seizes up and falls. I had to catch him myself. Thankfully, he wasn't huge. And uh, that's when I knew that he was the master of everything, completely in control and worthy of my trust. I was, immediate, uh, no, I was immensely blessed by the retreat. All glory to God.